Welcome to Metaphysical Romp with Reverend Paul Hasselbeck and co-host Reverends Bill Holton and Cher Holton. Discover practical applications to bring 21st century metaphysics to work in your life. Here's your host, Paul Hasselbeck. Welcome to another edition of Metaphysical Romp 2. This is the Reverend Dr. Paul Hasselbeck having another beautiful day in my consciousness. And... At the other end of the round table, we have. <laughs> this is Reverend Dr. Sherrilton. I don't know which corner of the round table I'm at, but it is definitely another beautiful day in my consciousness. And this is the Reverend Dr. Bill Holton. It's very definitely another beautiful, beautiful day in my consciousness as well. At this, the other end of the round table, perhaps elliptical table, but <laughs> almost round. It sounds pretty good. huh? huh? Uh, and Sarah and I are the co-founders of a of a ministry that, that we love, and it's called the Global Center for Spiritual Awakening.org, and we are proud uh, to be involved in that life work. We love it, and we invite everybody to come and check out our website at GCSA Community, GCSAcommunity.org. There we go, and I have my, my website, paulhasselbeck.com, where you can find my calendar of events, and of course, my weekly blog, The Absolute Word. And for those who don't know what we're talking about in regards to this table, we talk about this being around the kitchen table, of the virtual kitchen table. So if it's virtual, it can be any size or shape we want. Right? <laughs> That's right. So, uh, of course, MR2 is about spirituality, pseudo-spirituality, science and pseudoscience. And we are actually on the fifth episodes about exploring joy. And what a great investment of our time. Yep. Yeah. So we simply want more of it, don't we? More, give me more joy. And it's not give me it. We 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 produce it, don't we? And so this is based on Ingrid Fatel Lee's work. And she created something called the Joy Spotter's Guide. The Joy Spotter's Guide. And that's where we're starting today. And actually, Bill has kind of a really cool preamble. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and we thought you listeners would be quite surprised to learn that the, the dopamine and oxytocin and serotonin and endorphins, which are the happiness hormones, we're going to speak about uh, the happiness hormone dopamine now, has been proven by neuroscience to serve a different purpose than what we were once told by scientists. The dopamine happiness reaction actually, listen for this, spikes before we actually experience something that we consider pleasurable. We're serious, and that's the latest scientific finding on dopamine as of this post. Neuroscientists now believe that dopamine's evolutionary purpose is to simply get us ready for an anticipated pleasurable event. Once we actually are experiencing that event, then oxytocin and serotonin kick in. Wow. So an example of anticipating an event might be going on vacation. Ah, yes. yes. And so you're spiking. It's like a, a pre, pre-preparation. Can I, can I, well, I did say that. Uh, it's, it's, it's like preparing us for, yes. for what is to come. And yes. isn't that a cool idea? 
I think yes. that's great. And it ties right in with that whole idea of having an optimistic spirit that we actually open ourselves up to more joy when we set ourselves in that preparatory state so that we're always looking for it, which really leads right into her joy spotting concept. Okay. So in this joy spotters guide, she says, joy is all around you. You just need to look for it. Some of the joys feel spontaneous and that happens. This is a method by which you can see more joy, experience more joy in your life. So joy spotting is a simple practice of tuning your attention to the joy in your surroundings. Joy spotting is easy, free, and can be done in just a few seconds. And the best part, the more you do it, the more joy you'll start noticing all on your own. Yes, mm -hmm. And, and this does fit pretty well with the general philosophy found in the unity movement. You know, it's called look, you look for your good. You know? mm -hmm. So joy is a very good thing, isn't it? So yeah. Sherry, you want to take it away? And this is actually, there's a link to what we're talking about on our website. So you can go to the meta, metaphysicalromp2.com website, and we have links to all the things we're talking about with uh, Ingrid and her material. So she provides 12 different ways in which we can joy spot. And we just thought we'd have a little fun with this and play with it, give examples and challenge you as our listeners to put these into practice in your life. And they are simple, but you have to do it. It's intentional. Yeah, it's so intentional. Don't dismiss this because it's simple. Yeah, really. Because it's so easy for us to dismiss things. Oh, yeah. But making this kind of a new spiritual practice, I think you'll find, will give you the experience of joy more in any given day. Number one, look up. So get in the habit of looking up. And she gives some examples, kites, balloons, and shapes in the clouds. Joy often comes from things that float or fly. And she asks the question, what joys can you spy up in the sky? <laughs> well, this one I can really relate to because I can, I can think back of many times I was driving and saw in the distance a hot air balloon, for example, and, and get excited about it. Or every once in a while, a uh oh, can I say this? A dirigible, a yeah, mm -hmm. dirigible. <laughs> More no, common known as a blimp. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it, it's it, for me, it's exciting to see those things. I think the stars are another source. Like if you go out in the night and look at the stars, and if you start to study those a little bit and learn what the different formations are, that gets exciting. And then when they announce that there's going to be a special formation of planets or something with the sun or the moon, again, that excitement. So we get the dopamine, we get the anticipation of it, and then we actually get to go out and look up and see it. Yeah. And, and for me, it, it comes up. Uh... To birds, I enjoy seeing cardinals fly by, male, female, because it reminds us of a good relationship, for one thing. And 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 my spiritual animal is a hummingbird, and I absolutely enjoy seeing it feed. 
and just sort of be in the air and almost not in motion, it, it, you know, because the wings are flying so fast. Yeah, yeah. that's Yes. And rainbows, of course, which are going to show up later and other things she's got, but the rainbow looking up and seeing it. And we miss so much when we get so busy that we forget to pay attention. And and in a way, Joyce shows up for me as kind of a unexpected excitement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I don't know, do you guys look at clouds and and look for pictures in the, in the clouds in the sky? I look at clouds and it's, it's not that I'm automatically looking. I often see things in the clouds. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fun. Yeah, and, me too. And that's exciting. It does bring you joy and and a good time. So we encourage everybody, look up. Every now and then, just look up and see what's up there and what might you spy. A yeah. nest in a tree. I just looked up and I was looking out our window and there's a nest in the, in the branches out oh, there. Cool. And I'm, I didn't notice that before. So <laughs> look up. You may be surprised at what you see. There you go. There you go. If you're looking up, though, make sure if you're walking that you're not walking in an area with obstacles. That's right. That's a really good point. Really good point. Well, now that's what comes up next, then, what Paul's referring to is yep. number two is to look down. <laughs> <laughs> and whether it's confetti from a recent celebration, a rainbow in a, in a puddle, or a funky pair of shoes, sometimes joy is simply hiding right in front of your feet. Yeah. <laughs> joy comes right to your feet, doesn't it? It does. I have a great example of that one. We go out walking a lot. We do a lot of walking around our neighborhood. And we were walking one day and I looked down and in the pavement, you know how sometimes there's they've patched things or something and it's different colors. There was a perfect and it wasn't put there intentionally, but there was perfect heart. Oh, wow. In the pavement. And I, it was just one of those awe moments because we'd gone through we'd walked that I don't know how many times and never noticed it, but I just looked down at that moment. I actually took a picture of it because it was just so incredible to me. And that, that brought that moment of joy. So are you are you a heart seeker? I don't know. I don't but t- describe heart seeker. Well, so 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 some people have a heart as something they really love. And so they automatically see hearts in places that other people don't see them. So I'm wondering if that's true mm-hmm. of you. I never noticed that before, but it might be. Now I'll have to pay attention and now see. You don't have to pay attention, uh, Because uh, it just struck me. It would just jumped at me. It was almost like it had little neon lights around it. <laughs> it just showed up all of a sudden. Ah. So any other joys you see when you look down? Well, one for me is, uh, since I'm a writer, I do read other folks' books. And uh, when it's a, a pretty famous person who seems to know what he or she's doing, I look down at the typed uh, writing in the book. And depending upon the subject area, it brings me joy. Yeah, there you go. Wow. That's a unique way to look at that. Yeah, particularly when we're talking about spirituality and metaphysics. Yep. Okay. And I think people's socks are fun, too. A lot of people wear funky socks. That is happening a lot now, and I love it. Even on TV, <laughs> you'll see some of the people on the news shows that are all dressed up, but they have the really funny, funky socks, bright colors, and I think it's so fun. And that's morphed into funky shoes, usually gym shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, wow, 
I didn't ever expect to see that. <laughs> you know, in a newscast where everyone is buttoned yep. down. And... Yeah. <laughs> and and mud puddles is another look down that you can jump in. I, I don't or shuffle through like the leaves. Yep. Like you see a pile and you just gotta walk through it. Yep. All right. So the third one is keep an eye out for color. Oh, this one's a big one for me. Color is life, said painter. Johannes Itten, when you catch a flash of a vibrant hue, notice how it transforms the space around you. What joyful colors can you find? Well, that is probably my primary joy spotting skills. If I see a bright color, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. yeah, us too. We love color. In fact, when we moved into our, I may have mentioned this before, we moved into our home, it was all white. Everything was white, which I guess is the thing they tell people to do. But now you come in and you can't find a white space anywhere. Yeah, so that, that's a good find a lot of color into our, our design. Yeah, and, and it probably brings you joy. Oh, mm -hmm. much, much joy. And, and Cher earlier mentioned rainbow. When I look at the rainbow, it brings me joy because I think for those of you who know uh, something a little about our chakras, uh, it goes from the root chakra red to the crown chakra violet. But when you look at a rainbow, the violet is the lowest color. The red is the highest color. So I see that as an indication of the ethereal bringing the spiritual down to earth. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever shared this. I used to bring my parents down to Puerto Rico to stay with me for a couple months in the winter to get them out of the cold weather. Often on a weekend, we would go for a drive. And this one weekend, it was it was kind of rainy off and on. And we were going up this switchback of roads. And we make this switchback to turn and go up the next incline and we drove through the end of a rainbow. Wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> I never thought it would be possible, but it was it was color, it was sparkly, it was Wow. It, it was mystical in a way. Yeah. Wow. Very very cool. Very wow. cool experience. And the colors again. I I'm seeing the colors and I'm all about color. In a previous episode, I talked about how my friend and I, we were in Bentonville, and we uh, that's in Arkansas, folks. That's the home of Walmart. <laughs> and we came out of a restaurant at night, and we look in the distance. There's all these bright lights, and, and they're static. They're not going on and off. And I was naturally drawn. I, it didn't draw me. I drew myself to them. And it was so cool to see all these beautiful bright lights on the side of a... Uh, Parking garage of all things. Wow. So wow. It, just, it was very, very exciting. And the gold at the end of the rainbow that Paul found, for those of you who know Paul and have read some of his writings, are the higher consciousness thoughts he brought with him down off that mountain. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. Okay, then Sherry, you want to take the next one? Number four is a really fun one. Follow the curve, which I thought was really interesting. Circles, and she talks about this in her TED Talk a lot, how, how valuable to joy circles are. Yep. So circles and spheres, squiggles and waves, curved shapes have a playful quality that softens out the hard edges of the world. 
Yeah, I tend to I tend to notice curves on places in places on buildings I don't expect. Yes, and it's so cool. It just gives you a whole different feel about the energy that's there. Absolutely. And if we could just take our house one more time as an example. When we moved here, the backyard was one big square. And all the, the like bushes were planted along the outside. Now you can't find a line in our yard. It's all curved. Our bill has done this a fantastic job of just redesigning the whole yard. So it's all these curvy shapes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's beautiful. So I, then when... Bill's landscaping, it's natural for him to break up the straight lines and create curves. Yes. Yes. And I know when I'm designing a website, for example, for like our recent website, I always go in on pictures. I, I make the curves on the corners. Yes. I don't like to have it just be a bike full square. <laughs> yes. So so in a way, this is this is a way both of you play and color outside of the lines. Yep. That's right. Yeah, that's interesting. That's right. So we have curves and color both. Yep. <laughs> we like both of them. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of curves, uh, as we speak, Sharon and I have mouse pads now that are circular, and they're based on yin yang. Oh, well, you can't see it. She just picked it up. And you guys gave me a pad that was that you weren't using because I lost mine, and it has a tree on it, but, but it's a circle, and then one edge has been cut. And it works really well for cozying up to my computer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the creativity of an odd shape, right? Instead of yep. saying it's, it's broken or something's wrong with it, it's perfect for the need that you had. Yes, yes. So um, I think it's time, isn't it? Believe it or yes. not, already, yes. It's already <laughs> time. Okay. And actually, the word today is is kind of fun. The word is energetic because isn't that what's happening when when we have that squirt of joy? <laughs> squirt of joy, I love squirt it. Of joy. Okay, so the absolute word is based on Sunday messages appearing in Daily Word. A copyrighted Unity publication has been used with permission. So this comes from January 21st, and the word is energetic. I am divine. I am energetic. I am divine. I am energetic. I smile as I watch children play. Their boundless energy seems so natural, so effortless. It must also be natural to me. When I want to reignite this energy, I remember the powers of life and zeal are its source within me. Centered in this awareness, I feel renewed vitality. As I take care of my family, move through the workday, enjoy time with dear ones, or volunteer in my community, I engage it all with vitality and enthusiasm as I feel my energy build. If I feel my enthusiasm faltering, I don't despair. Instead, I pause for a moment to resynchronize myself with my divinity. I access divine life, zeal, and strength. I feel my energy quickening throughout my body. I shimmer with energy, and I go about doing what is mine to do. I am divine. I am energetic. And based on today's program, when I notice my enthusiasm faltering, I begin or re-begin joy spotting. 
And so this is the Reverend Dr. Paul Hasselbeck signing off. Bye, Bill. Bye, Cher. Bye, Paul. And we say bye to our listeners. And thank you so much for listening. And this is Reverend Doc Bill Holton. And um, I'm going to say Alvita Zane to, to everyone. And the three of us invite you to confidently affirm, I am divine. I am energetic. I joy spot. Ha, 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 ha.